Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hidden Brook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. On this week's podcast, we are speaking with Munikai Mohammed, who is a Reiki master teacher, the co-founder of Healing Land Reiki in Japan, a certified spiritual life coach, and a certified Reiki drumming instructor. Welcome, Munikai. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. And it's great to talk to you on the Reiki from the Farm podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks so much. Before we begin today, I just wanted to let you know about a few of the offerings that I have coming up and as well that Munikai does. Our Reiki Master Mentor course goes live January 19th, so it is not too late to join if you are a Reiki Master who would like to receive uh, guidance and have a mentor and be part of the mentorship program going on. This is for Reiki Masters from any lineage. I also invite you to join our free Reiki share on January 20th. On that, we are going to be launching a Reiki challenge. So I hope you will consider joining that. In February, I'll be teaching a level one and two class, a Reiki master class, an animal Reiki class, and an animal communication class in the mountain time zone online. And in March, I'll be teaching online level one and two master karuna reiki animal reiki classes in the australian eastern daylight time zone so i'd love to have you join us and in may all of our courses will be offered again in the atlantic time zone so i'd love to have you join us if that makes sense for you and Munikai, i'm really excited about some of the offerings you have coming up with healing land reiki can you tell us a little bit about those Yes, thank you, Pam. We will be having a Reiki 1 and 2 online class in February. Please look for it. It's for anyone. And what we also will be having is we'll be having a Mount Karama virtual tour and meditation because we'd like to offer people the chance to come to Mount Karama virtually and we will be taking people to the mount karama meditation so you can experience and see and feel the energy of mount karama right from the comfort of your own home and also stay tuned because our reiki culture class is on its way there have been some technical glitches involving our website so we want you to stay tuned because the Reiki culture class is also coming up from Healing Land Reiki. I know I'm signed up for that class, Munika, and I'm really looking forward to it. And speaking about Reiki culture, today we are talking about Martin Luther King Day. And so I'd just like to begin with a brief invocation and then ask you if you would explain a little bit about that 
to us about what made Martin Luther King great. And today we're going to explore people's personal greatness. So I wonder if I can invite the listeners to close your eyes, take some deep breaths, bring your hands into Gasho prayer position with your hands at your heart, your thumbs at your heart. Just invite your Reiki symbols. Activate your Reiki and invite them to join you. If you don't have any symbols, just activate your Reiki energy and breathe in the light of Reiki. Today we simply ask you to be open to the fact that everyone has the ability and the opportunity to step into your own personal greatness. Everyone came to earth with an intention of doing just that and your greatness may not involve being famous or speaking to huge groups of people. It might be as simple as being a great parent, a great person that other people enjoy being around. It might be Being a great teacher, a great Reiki practitioner, a great inspiration to others, a great chef. It might involve being great at the work that you already do. But whatever your personal greatness, today we invite you to be open to stepping into it. And while that's not always easy, we have Reiki to assist us. I often think of the Marian Williamson quote, who am I to be great and who are you not to be? You came to the earth to accomplish objectives and they may be simple or they may be complex. And the Reiki energy is there to assist you and your Reiki family is there to support you and encourage you and cheer you on. And so today we invite you to simply be open to your own personal greatness, whatever that may be. Is there anything you'd like to add, Munikai? As you receive this invocation, remember that you have signs of greatness right in the palms of your hands. You have the Reiki energy that flows, but even more so, there are signs of greatness woven throughout your very being. And we will be exploring that after the invocation. But remember that your greatness, you were born with the greatness. And so when you breathe in and inhale, breathe in the gift of life that contains in it the spark of your greatness, a greatness that is already inside of you. Feel for it, call to it, acknowledge it, and bring it forth. Ho, namaste, ashe, amen, amin, and so it is. Thank you. Yes, so it is. Thank you, Pam, thank you. Listen, I am so glad to have you here today. I know that Martin Luther King Day is an American holiday that we don't have here in Canada, and yet it's something I've long been curious about. Can you tell me a little bit about it? 
and about the man himself and what made him great and about the holiday. Start and go backwards comes to the holiday itself is to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He comes from a long line of people in America, Black Americans, who called America to live up to her own ideals. Sometimes it's not an easy job to tell people where they have gone off the path of correctness and to call them back and to and to entreat and to appeal to a country and to a to systems to live up to their promise and so brother dr martin luther king jr and the people who were with him and who walked with him and worked with him made a sacrifice of themselves to call America back to living up to the promise of America's ideals that they were founded upon. And when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was among us, he was not loved or appreciated by the majority of the population. In fact, they thought he was a troublemaker, a rabble rouser, and just not good for Black people. He was stirring the pot. He was an agitator. But Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the people that were with him, and even many others who will not be mentioned today, but others saw that for America to really become a great country greater than it was, it had to correct a fundamental problem. Mm. And that problem is still present today, but Many people are following the, in the path and in the footsteps of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and those who came before us in pointing out the wrong and saying, let's work together or let's work to correct the wrong. Because only by correcting the wrong can we secure a stable, safe, and peaceful coexistence. And so the thing that many people don't realize is that no, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is honored today, and he has a holiday named after him. But while he was alive, he walked a lonely road. And when, of course, he had his helpers, he had his companions, and there were people marching with him. But when you are in the forefront, when you're the voice, when you are that person that draws the ire of skeptics and when you're the person who's the face of a movement, it is a law of nature that backlash happens. And there were lots of threats to his life, Dr. Mm. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. There were lots of people who did not think that, honestly, they didn't think or believe that there was any problem. There wasn't any problem with everything happening in America. Everything was absolutely positively fine. And this MLK guy is simply... Um, making up stuff there was no problem in america and so they honestly did not see or believe that he had any legitimate reason to be protesting and calling on other people to protest as well but the thing that made him great the thing that we honoring and remember him for is that he did not waver in calling and pointing out the wrong and then pointing out potential solutions to the wrong. 
Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and many others who were with him and others who are not named, they chose to make a sacrifice of themselves for the betterment of the masses of the people and the reward would go to the masses of the people and he knew that he possibly would not achieve the goal in his lifetime, but he did the work anyway. That's incredible when you think about it, Munikai, and how very difficult it must have been for him to not waver in his conviction. The sad thing about it is that even people who list Martin Luther King Jr. as their hero, it's always the great ones who do this hard, incredible work, Pam, that we who are the beneficiaries or who respect the great ones, a lot of times we really don't make a proper study of their lives. And by not, we will take what I like to, what I call the Hollywood sanitized soundbite version of the people's lives and go forth and talk like we know everything about them. But if you study when various speeches were made, what was the mood in the room? If you study why the speeches were made and why the actions that were taken, then you begin to get into the spirit of the individual, regardless whether it's Martin Luther King Jr. or someone else. But when you study the individual and study their life, you actually can attune your frequency of your being to theirs. And by doing so, you tap into the energy, the frequency, that these people vibrated on, and then you can take on those attributes in your own person and in your own life and manifest them in your own way, on your job or in the community. But a thorough study of the life of any great one, especially Martin Luther King Jr., is worth it so we can attune ourselves to the vibration of their greatness, therefore, it helps us to walk into our greatness. I think that's a really excellent point, Munikai, and I think that Reiki can be a helpful partner in all of that as well. I'm reading Barack Obama's book right now. I actually received it for Christmas, and I'm always interested in politicians and whether a person is for or against Obama. He really he did some great things. He broke some thresholds. And one of the things that I found so interesting in his book is how he was on a path of greatness and was really quite insecure a lot of the time, wondering, am I doing the right thing? And just staying with that conviction through the difficult times. And it made me realize that many of the great ones, many of the ones that we look back in history, and, and I like how you said that sanitized Hollywood version of them. Many of them were riddled with self-doubt and were not always confident going forward. Many of them faced incredible challenges and had to continue going back into their conviction and determining whether they would keep going and keep going forward. And I think one of the things that shows up is that they say yes. And I know that you and I both have been taught Reiki. We were friends and, and have been taught with William Rand. And in the Reiki world, William has accomplished incredible things. 
And one of the things that I've noticed personally about him and others have agreed is that he says yes. Sometimes he does things like bringing forward a new energy, like Holy Fire Reiki, and some people may not always find that welcome. And he can be criticized for introducing new things because change is very difficult or it can be very difficult for humans. And yet he always says yes. When the Reiki energy points him in a direction, he says yes. I I think back to the Holy Fire story when he received the energy and he received instructions around Holy Fire energy and he taught it the next day. And I think to myself, I'm so glad that went to him and not me because I don't know that I would have had the courage to say yes at that. In fact, I'm quite certain I would not have. And it sometimes takes a lot of courage to step in and to follow your convictions and to step into your own personal greatness. But the people who do, they usually have a focus or a vision and they stay with that. I know you've done a bit of work and research around this topic. What do you say to that? First, I say that you've done a lot of work around this topic because (laughs) you're absolutely right. The thing about the people who step into their greatness, there's over 7 billion people on the planet. But if you look, there's very few that are remembered because, oh, this is some good information. The thing about it is that when you said William says yes, it takes a certain amount of humility and humbleness and trust to walk a path that you don't know, to do things differently than what have been done before, because it's easy to do what has been done before. It's a whole nother story to be guided And when this universe, the creator, almighty God, asks you to do something and you are like, I don't know how to do it. It takes trust that you're going to be guided. It takes belief and humbleness to follow the guidance that you're given. But the results are, since 2014 till now, the time of this recording, Look at the results of Holy Fire Reiki. It's really taken off in a rocket ship. Yes. And at the same time, to still honor and respect other Reiki lineages, to not be caught up in the selfish game of self-promoting, I think you all should come over and do my type of Reiki. And there are people who do that. But William Rand is not one of them. And because he has had such a humble spirit and is willing to follow the instructions that Holy Fire gave him, that's one reason why he was chosen. He was also chosen to walk as the out front person, to guide, to shape, to bring this baby to birth. But not only that, he did it twice before with Karuna Reiki and Usui Tibetan Reiki. Yes. But when people talk to William Rand, and I, this has happened to me, but yeah, William Rand, yeah, I know him. People are like, oh my God. And so sometimes people really are fascinated by the people who we consider as great. But if we get to know the people, the actual individual, we find out that they are human beings who are humble enough to follow 
their heart, follow their path. Sometimes they were following instructions. And by doing so with a pure heart that I'm doing this and I want it to help others, that's one of the keys to greatness right there. Mm. Being willing to do the task, loving the task you're given and knowing and approaching it from a standpoint of how can I help or serve Yes, service to others. But first, there's a key component that's missing there. William actually was told to revise that prayer. He says, um, mm-hmm. heal me and guide me that I may be of service to others is the original version yeah. of that prayer. But later on, it was amended and it's more accurate in my opinion now. Heal me and guide me that I may be of better service to myself and others. And that's something that he says every day, and I've started saying it every day. And uh, many of my students do as well. Although I don't know that everybody knows the amended prayer, better service to myself and others. Because we cannot start off from a premise of service to others first. We cannot start off that way. We have to first start taking care of self. So guide me and heal me that I may be a better service to myself. Proper self-love combined with proper action sustained over time will lead you to walk into your greatness. Yes. And Munikai, we were talking about this earlier and both of us have a similar belief that everyone has greatness within them. Uh Everyone is a spark of the divine. Everyone is magnificent and beautiful and brilliant. And the fact that you might be or I might be does not diminish others. In fact, instead, when we step into our greatness, it often gives others permission to do the same. And we, we had quite a discussion on that. Is there anything you'd like to say about it? Yes. In the invocation, I mentioned that Right in your hands is a sign of your greatness. If we look at our fingerprints, every single fingerprint on your hand is unique. And when I say unique, there has never been a person who has had the exact same fingerprints as Pamela Blanc or Marika Muhammad. And there never will. One day sit and meditate and think, okay, how many people are on the earth? And then you think about, okay, how many people were on the earth 100 years ago, 200 years ago, and you keep going back and back and you think you get exhausted. And at no time, in no place, did anyone ever have the fingerprints that you have. So that means we don't have to look for uniqueness or greatness. It's woven into us. And so that means that since no one else has ever had your fingerprints, what does that mean? No one else has ever had the thoughts you have had, the exact same thoughts ever. But that means that you are uniquely born with gifts and talents that only you can do. Everyone has a unique gift and talent, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. It's unique. And it's only when we don't know our gift and talent that we settle for helping someone else to walk into their greatness. So there's a unique quality that's in each of us that we can tap into. And when we tap into it, we are all uniquely qualified to do that and that alone. Like you said in the invocation, if we're qualified to be a great chef, it doesn't necessarily mean that we'll have our own restaurant or something, but it means that it's what we were born to do. 
it means that the way we put the spices together in the food is unique to the way that I'll do it. If you're meant to cut hair, the way you do it is unique to you. No two people can do it exactly the same. And it's those small differences that reflect the same grand divine scheme. And every human being is a star. Some stars are brighter than others, but that doesn't diminish the value and the quality and the necessity of each and every star. And so each person, if we choose to dig deep within ourselves and call forth what it is that we were born to do that only we can do in the unique way that we can, that's one of the paths to greatness. Living in your purpose, knowing your purpose, living in it, walking in it on the unique path that only you can. It is sometimes lonely because no one else has the vision. No one else sees the route exactly the way we do. And when that happens, what we do is we have to share it with people. And that's why people like Martin Luther King Jr., while he's the one who gets celebrated, it's important to note that there are other people whose lives and works helped him to get to the place where there's a holiday named after him. So greatness is tied up in being yourself, walking your purpose, and then also you have a team around you who believe in you and who are helping you to fulfill that purpose. And I think that one of the things that Colleen Benelli, my mentor, has said is that there are 7 billion people on the planet and 7 billion different unique perspectives. And I know one of the things that Reiki has really helped me with and that I feel that the podcast does as well is that it really helps us to understand and see the perspective of others. And I feel that when I can do that, that I learn and grow. And I've become aware that my greatness is guiding others and teaching others. That is what I am very good at. And I know that a big part of my journey was understanding how to be an empath, how to be that sensitive and feel all the emotions of others around me without taking that on and and how to live my life that way. And so therefore, the students and clients that come to me are generally empaths. The energy just guides them here. The Reiki energy knows that's something that I've learned, that my unique perspective is that. And so therefore, I become in a position to help others who are along that path and I don't know if I'm stepping into my greatness, but I'm certainly saying yes a lot more often. That's something I always used to start with no, and I would explain to the Reiki energy or to God or the higher beings why I couldn't do something. And now what I notice is that I say, yes, I can. Yes, I can do that. I may have to learn some things first. I may need to build some skills talents, knowledge, awareness. Even this podcast, technology was something that just did not compute for me. I, I struggled with it. And I thought, how in the world am I ever going to do a podcast? I said, yes, the energy said you need to do a podcast. I said, yes. And I accepted the guidance. 
and I realized this is a way that I can help people at no cost to them, no financial cost to them, and yet I can connect with them and assist them weekly, even if my schedule doesn't allow me to have a session with them, we can still have a session together. This is a way to connect with more people and be of service to more people. So you say yes, and then dive into all of the learning because it was a steep learning curve about how to do that. And so I think a big part of stepping into our greatness is just learning to say yes. Learning to say yes. And also, it's very beautiful what you said, because yes, yes, there's so many empaths out there. And I was just on a new app that's out where it's just real people talking to each other in real time, like a clubhouse. Nice. And that's actually the name of the app. And I was in a clubhouse room because you make rooms and the people were just loving on each other in such the most profound way people were being vulnerable people were discussing their childhood traumas and all i could think was oh my god this is a room of people every one of them could benefit from a reiki session or having a mentor uh, Mm. who knew about reiki because every one of them, and I literally came on and I said, I don't know if you ever heard of empath. And they people were like, yep, me, I've heard of it. Yep, yep. And so everyone had been talking about the various difficulties that they had, but all of them had unique stories and they were all so beautiful. And I said, every one of these people are empaths. And I had not been on this app for a few days. I had just taken some time off from it. But I felt compelled to go back to the app just to just see what's going on. And I ended up in that room and I ended up discussing with them a simple energy clearing technique that does not require any skill. All it requires is, a, is water and salt and baking soda. And I shared the energy clearing technique with them because I heard that so many of them were carrying other people's energy. And so by sharing that information with them, a simple energy clearing technique, it actually served to assist people. And then some of the people started to follow me on Instagram so they can learn more. And so I have to go live and start talking about ways to protect your energy. And it's a way of giving back. And giving back is, if you notice about people who are who have walked into their greatness or stepped into their greatness, giving back is a big part of it. Mm. Because we all have come with these gifts and talents. But what do we do with them? The ones we remember are the ones who took their gifts and talents and used them to elevate other people. Yes. That's a very big component, like just start giving back and the more they give the more they receive the more love they receive the more they give the more they give the more they receive etc 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 and when we do it in a state of joy from a standpoint of i enjoy helping i enjoy doing this 
I enjoy seeing you and him and her and them get ahead. It has a rejuvenating effect that actually serves as a filter, if you will, so that the love of the people who you've worked with actually kicks in and it covers you and you feel protected and you can start thinking about the smiles of the people who you've worked with and helped. And you say, you know what? I can keep going for those smiles and hugs and loves because it's the smiles, hugs, and loves, even if they're brief, those are the intangibles that fuel people to continue to doing the things that make them great, like MLK Mm -hmm. and other people you know what, for the love of the people, for the love of you all, I choose to continue knowing that it'll get better. It has no choice but to get better. Love is greater than hate. Organized intelligence works much better than disorganized disunity. I think you were really onto something there. And one of the things you said, it made me think about competition. And the fact that being competitive is something that I've noticed that Reiki heals, especially Holy Fire Reiki has a component to it that heals the ego. And as the ego heals, we realize that it is a gift to lift other people up. That doesn't diminish us. And you talk about the smiles and that's the legacy. I know when my own students start teaching, and they teach others, I get so excited because they're going to teach people that I would never have reached. And so more people are going to get access to Reiki so profoundly affects our lives. It does so many things. It it heals our traumas. It releases any energies of others that we may be carrying. It connects us with our life purpose it heals the ego. And so every single person, I get just a thrill. When I teach a level one and two class and people are exposed to the beauty and magic of Reiki for the first time, there is no feeling like that. And when I teach a master class and then my students tell me that they're going to teach a class, it's an incredible, incredible feeling. It's an incredible feeling in my Reiki Master Mentor Group, watching those Reiki Masters step into themselves and grow and really begin expanding their reach with Reiki within the world. And because Reiki is just, it's so different from anything else. I've studied religions, I've studied politics, I've studied business, I've studied science, I've studied a lot of things. I'm, I guess I'm a, a, I don't know, a bibliophile. I read everything. I try to learn from as many different perspectives as I can. And Reiki is unique in its ability to heal, to connect us with source. And so every time another person has an opportunity to get connected with Reiki. That's exciting. And Monika, I'm excited for you and Lena teach Reiki in Japan. 
and I am excited to come and take a class with you someday and do a tour of Mount Kurama. And for now, we are not able to do that in real life. I just can't wait to see your virtual tour of the mountain. How amazing is it going to be to connect with the birthplace of Reiki? It's just going to be stunning and incredible. And I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for you and Lena to be stepping into your own greatness and to start teaching classes that can give us all access to that sacred mountain. I know you guys have been instrumental in placing a world peace grid there. It's the latest world peace grid to have been placed. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and it's just, it really is rewarding, isn't it, to, to just see each other flourish and grow and step into our greatness. It's the thing about Reiki is that it is so unique. It's experiential. It's something you have to experience in order to understand. But there are people who are afraid to experience it. So when you've studied and learned and have more experience, then you realize there's something else out there. And Reiki is truly a gift from the Almighty that allows us to participate in the answering of our own prayers. Not only do we pray and ask for what we want and we meditate on it and we focus on it, but then having access to the Reiki energy itself allows us to participate in the answering of our own prayers. We went to record the podcast and we realized that you needed this meditation and it actually changed the course of what we were going to talk about. We realized that everyone has greatness within them. And I'm really happy that you were open to the meditation because I really feel that you're firmly stepping into your path of greatness right now. And I know that I'm stepping into mine, whatever that might be. It's a journey. Am I great yet? No, but I'm saying yes. And following the guidance of the Reiki energy, which has an intelligence and a divinity in it, it has the purpose of connecting us with whatever we need to be great. And, and like you said, with religion, we learned to pray and ask the question, ask for assistance and guidance. And Reiki almost seems to take things a little step further in the sense that it then gives us a system to receive not only the guidance yes. and the answers, but then also to receive the energies to allow our prayers to come to be if they are in our best interest. Sometimes the things that we pray for are not in our best interest, but when they are, Reiki gives us an opportunity to receive. Yes, and also gives us an opportunity to help us to step into it by, all right, here we're going to send Reiki to this intention, but it's not just enough to send Reiki to the intention. We also now have to get up and start qualifying, doing, start reading the books, start contacting the people so that we can, by the time that which we want shows up, we're really qualified to receive it. 
What are some of the things, Munakai, that you've noticed that hold people back from accessing their greatness? I've noticed a lot of fear. A lot of us, like I know I was very reticent. I, I didn't like change. I was frightened. I think a lot of people are afraid of failure, but what's shown up even more so for me is that we're, we can be afraid of success. And I know that was very present for me. What have you noticed? What are some of the things that show up that block people? A fear of the idea that there's a lot of work to do for me to get there. Mm -hmm. In other words, if I have to climb Mount Everest, most people's ideas and dreams look to them like Mount Everest. And the image that they have in the dream is that you just start climbing up and it's a one long, arduous climb up the mountain of life, of to success. That's the way most of us think about it. But I've actually done some studies on what it takes to climb the mountain. And what it takes is you go up, you get accustomed to being at the higher elevations, then you come back down. And then you go up and go up higher, get accustomed to breathing at the higher altitudes on the second stage, and you come back down. Rest. And so a lot of people, they do not understand that there's a cyclical life and business and success are cyclical. There's a cycle to it. There are times to plant, times to water, times to weed, times <laughs> weed, weed out the garden, mm -hmm. time to harvest, time to let the land rest. You're on a farm. You understand these things better. <laughs> yes, I'm a gardener too. <laughs> and that, so a lot of things that people don't understand is that it's not just plant the seed of greatness, read the book, do it and success is going to come. No, there's ups and downs and the ups and downs are part of the process. Mm. Steve Harvey, who I recommend the comedian turned game show host and other and life coach said, you know, you have to be willing to jump. And many people are looking at the fall and are thinking their parachute won't open. Yet there are people who jump, step out on faith. Go forward to do the great thing that you want to do. Even if you don't know how, make a decision that you're going to take the first step. And once you take the first step, you know that you're going to enter into a new paradigm. There are going to be ups and downs. But another thing a wise person once said, if you're going to jump up, you first have to bend your knees and come down. So even the downs have a purpose. If what you're doing is in alignment with your soul's purpose and the purpose that we were given life in the first place from the divine. When our soul's purpose and that divine lineup, our gift and our greatness will come regardless of the opposition to it. Most of the opposition we have is in our own minds. Yes. <laughs> full of fear. We've False emotions appearing real, fear. And we react to this great big dragon of, I'll never be able to conquer this dragon. Oh, this dragon is so huge, but the dragon is made up of steam or puffs of smoke. So if you have this dragon in front of you, this big, huge monster of, of a task, it's really just break it down, 
slowly but surely, little by little. Don't be afraid to dream big and step into the bigness of it, especially when we have this wonderful modality of Reiki to level two practitioner and above can send Reiki to the task and to the goal. And if it's meant for our highest good, then in time, it'll come to pass. In time. Not just randomly, but it comes in time. And I love how you said that it's not one big, enormous task. It's a series of small tasks. And I know one of the things that I've discussed with William Rand is he said, if I had known where I was going, I would not have had the confidence to continue. But because the Reiki energy simply showed me one step at a time, he accomplished so much more than what he ever imagined was possible. And that is one of the reasons why life does not show us the end result or where we're going to be ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Because when we have big dreams and big ambition, the task to getting there, we may have the idea, but the task to getting there and all the ups and downs that we'll have to go through, if we knew the ups and downs, many of us would never choose to get started, including the famous people, Barack Obama, mm. for example. They really would not have started on the path if they knew the price. And the price is you got to have some trust and confidence. Take one step at a time. It'll be okay. You're being guided, protected. And when you have those down times, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Because above the clouds, the sun is always shining. And the rain clouds and storms and snowstorms don't last forever. They feel like they'll last forever, <laughs> but they don't last forever. Uh, no, it's true. I really like that idea of just the sun is always there. One of the big tasks that I'm undertaking this year, and I guess here I'll say it publicly, is I'm writing not just one, but a few books. I've wanted to write books since I was 18. I chose a science path instead and business. But in 2011, when I received my Reiki Masters, the energy said to me, you need to write. And I write articles for the Reiki News Magazine, but I've known all along I need to write a book. But to me, that looked like such an enormous task. Where was I going to find the time? And come to find out that most successful writers write three to five pages a day and just form a habit and stay with it. So I think that we can form these habits, whatever our greatness might be, whether you're meant to write a book or teach a class or be an amazing parent, whatever it is, it, it can all come down to saying yes and then allowing the Reiki energy to show you the habits and just clear the way for us to get everything out of the way. Monica, yes. we're, yeah, we're going to move into our meditation now, but was there anything you wanted to share before we do? Just that I have been enjoying this conversation and that I hope and pray that something that has been said today has resonated with your audience but 
I do hope that walking into your greatness, oh, that's the thing I meant to say. It's actually in the scriptures, it says this, Matthew 23, 11, he who is greatest among you, let him be your servant. And so mm. the great ones, the ones we look up to, the ones who blazed paths for us, Usui Sensei, Hayashi, Mr. Takata, and William and Colleen and others, if you really look at them, the thing that they all have in common is they're all interested in helping people to level up their lives. Mm. All the great ones are interested in helping other people to level up their lives and they're doing it without charge. And of course, we receive, shower them with gifts because they do such a great job, but they're doing it because they love you. They love the people. And so they're putting it out. They're stepping out in a labor of love to serve. How can I serve you? How can I help you? How can I help you be a better practitioner? How can I help you be a better parent, a better person? How can I help you to be better? Those are the ones who are remembered. They are. That is fantastic. Monica, I've really enjoyed our conversation too, and I hope that it helps some of the people that are listening to us today. That's my wish as well. And we have a meditation now that will help you step into your personal greatness. For those of you that are driving, these meditations can sometimes go very deep. So I just invite you to either pull over on the side of the road where you can stay safe or to hit pause before we begin. And I invite you to join us next week on the podcast where I'm going to be interviewing my husband, Pierre LeBlanc, and asking him what it's like to be a Reiki husband. That sounds exciting because a Reiki <laughs> husband. Wow. I think so. Because we are going to leave people in the meditation, I'd like to say thank you to you, Munikai, for taking the time to talk with us today, for your insights on this subject, and, uh, and for just being open with us about your own journey. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I've enjoyed it. I hope that this podcast contributes to someone stepping into their own greatness. And on behalf of Lena Takahashi, the other half of Healing Land Reiki, I wish you peace. I pray your new year has started off successfully and will continue that way. Thank you. Thank you, Monikai. I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and bring your hands into Gasho. And just invite each of your Reiki symbols to flow in through your hands and into your heart. Divine love, your divine mind and your divine heart awaken. And the light of the earth flows through you and the light from the heart of God shines upon you.
and they all meet in your heart. And your heart light begins to shine. It shines out in front of you, behind you, and on each side, above you, below you, and within you. And your Holy Spirit ignites. Any energies that are attached to yours, that are not of you or do not belong to you, are released. Any energies or issues, fears, phobias, any hang-ups that may have come down through your ancestral line, any attachments or entities, any empath energy, any thoughts or opinions from others. We release all of this with love into the light. Any unresolved issues from past lives or this lifetime. We invite Reiki to resolve on our behalf and we release with love. And we release the layers of cultural conditioning. that are holding us in this place that we're in now. We are firmly connected with our lives here, now. In every aspect, releasing everything that no longer serves us any stagnant energies. Anything that's not part of our path forward. Walking a path of greatness in our own lives. I invite you to place your hands comfortably on your body now, giving yourself Reiki. And I invite you to imagine that you are in nature, in a beautiful forest, walking along a path. And this path is filled with abundance. It meanders in and out of trees, in and out of parkland. fields. There is an abundance of animals, fruit and nuts. Food for every kind of animal is here. And you're on this abundant, beautiful, green earth with blue skies all around you. And as you walk along, you breathe in the essence of this wonderful place. The energy of the earth flows up through the bottoms of your feet. And we are walking today the path of greatness. There's a fluidity in your step. 
The Reiki energy is all around you. Yasui and Holy Fire and Karuna Reiki energy are supporting you on your path. And this is the path that you came to walk on the earth. You may not know all of the details right now, but I invite your awareness that this path is effortless for you to be on. And even when there are points along the path where you might have to step over rocks, do a little bit of climbing and place just a bit more effort in. That effort feels like a wonderful challenge. Something that strengthens you. And this path meanders as it is meant to. There is no end point. There is no final point. The purpose of walking the path of greatness is to be on it. It is to walk along it. And yet as you follow this path effortlessly and with ease and with joy and abundance all around you and in your heart, you come to a beautiful small hill in the middle of this lovely parkland. You climb up the small hill, putting in that effort with a joyousness in your heart, knowing that you're getting just that much closer to God. And as you lie on this hill and feel the earth and the grass beneath your body, Gazing up at the sky, a brilliant beam of light from the highest heaven pierces the clouds and shines down upon you and all around you. You realize right away that this is no ordinary light. This light comes from the highest heavens, directly from God, and it contains the exact healing frequencies that you need. This light begins to focus on releasing any energies, any patterns, any thoughts or any beliefs that may be preventing you from walking your own path of greatness. It focuses on any blocks or barriers that you may have identified. I invite you to focus on those yourself and just simply be willing to let it go. There's nothing you need to do to earn this. The Reiki energy will take care of it for you. You simply need to be willing to let it go. And the energy begins to release these 
for you on your behalf and as it does it also releases more of the layers more of those ways and worries of the world that prevent you from recognizing your own magnificence I invite you to release all of this with love, knowing that while it has been part of your journey and your knowledge, you no longer have a need for it. You can let it go. And we'll spend some moments here while this takes place. Invite the energy of opportunity, the light of opportunity to flow through you now. Just awakening your cells, your mind, your heart, your body, your soul, and your spirit to all of the wonderful opportunities that are around you right now. Just begin to let that energy flow through you and open your heart and mind to receive those opportunities. Say yes. So much in this life and around Reiki is about saying yes. Say yes to the opportunities that are in front of you right now. And as you stay in this space, welcoming the opportunities, they may begin to make themselves known to you. We live in a field of possibilities. 
There is opportunity around us at every moment. We just don't always recognize it or follow through with it. Today we are open to these opportunities. And not only are we open to them, we are receptive to them. And so they begin to gel within our consciousness, within our aura, within our lives. And anything that may have previously presented as a block or a barrier may be simply now presenting you with an opportunity. Open your awareness and be willing to receive. And the light of opportunity changes the stories. The stories that may have been holding us where we are now become a springboard. An opportunity to move forward in this great, vast mix of opportunities that are flowing through us. And as the fear leaves our body and is replaced with the energy of love, the energy of Reiki, We open our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our lives to receive an abundance, an abundance of good fortune, an abundance of opportunity, financial abundance, an abundance of love, an abundance of joy. And we say yes to abundance in all of its beautiful and varied forms.
on any blocks or barriers, anything that would prevent us from receiving abundance, we release with love into the light, knowing that we are entering a very abundant time after a very difficult period. And so say yes to the abundance that's yours. Release any thoughts of not deserving it. Release any thoughts of needing to work hard for it. Release any thoughts of guilt. Guilt that we may be receiving abundance while others are not. Understanding that this is available to anyone who is open to it. and embracing this new perspective. And now the energy, the light of greatness flows through you, reconnecting you with your own greatness, with the work that you came here to do. There are 7 billion people on the planet. 7 billion different perspectives. And 7 billion individuals. Who have the ability for greatness. when each of us steps onto our own path and begins to shine with our own particular skills and talents and abilities each person that does that gives other people permission to do that for themselves And so on and so on until it catches on. And so as you live in your own greatness, accomplishing what you came to accomplish here on the earth, you give other people permission to live in theirs. And soon, We're living in a world of greatness. Some might say heaven on earth. Embrace your own greatness now. Your own personal greatness. Embrace the the work, the the tasks, the accomplishments that you came to the earth to accomplish. Say yes. Say yes to the greatness that's within you. Becoming aware of anything that might get in your way and 
releasing it with love that came to teach you. That understanding it no longer has a place in your heart, your mind, your beliefs. Because you are ready to walk the path of greatness, whatever that looks like for you. A homotakui oasin. Namaste. Ashe. Amen. Amin. And so it is. Thank you. I invite you to take your time coming back, bringing your awareness back into the room whenever you're ready. And you may wish to write some things down from this meditation, go ahead and do so.